Hey, what's up, guys? It's Big Cat. Before you start listening to this episode, I wanted to let you know that we're running a special sale on all Barstool merch. Go to store.barstoolsports.com and use code PODCAST for 10% off. Go to store.barstoolsports.com and use code PODCAST for 10% off. What it is! This is the Macho Man Randy Savage. And this is Hard Factor. And there is no one that does it better right now. Yeah, no. But he does it better. I ain't repeating myself. Go ahead, tell me something right now. Yeah, and I'm living in a nightmare. And I'm not a racist. And I'm always you. Oh, yeah! Welcome to another episode of Heart Factor. It is Monday, June 10th. Before we get started, if you, if you didn't catch the live power hour from, from the High Times Cannabis Cup in Flint, Michigan on this past Saturday, definitely check out the replay. The link is in our Twitter and Instagram bios. There was some funny shit in there. Uh, my new favorite feud on the internet uh, exists now because of it. Four-time Stanley Cup champ Darren McCarty, athletic, rich, Versus extremely unathletic and uh, not completely rich. clueless about sports. Hard factor, Pat. Right, that's, and that's not right. rich. And not rich. Yeah, yeah it's great. <laughs> Darren McCarty's yeah. like a jovial bully, and uh, right. it's awesome. <laughs> that would have made me very happy. I'm sorry, it was it. fantastic. <laughs> yeah, it's it's definitely great. We had, uh, we had, Trinidad, James, we had Trinidad James on there with us. Yeah, Trinidad performed. That's fantastic as well. Uh, the insult war though between Darren and Pat, like for me, that was uh, such a highlight. And <laughs> that it's was a highlight. Be entertaining going forward. Too. We had a new Chillis Bro. Go check it out. It's it's near the top of our Hard Factor Twitter. Just go watch the replay. Yeah, and we uh, put the link in our bio for both Twitter and Instagram for the next couple of days. So if you want to find it quick. All right, top stories for the day. Wes is going to tell us all about a massive protest in Hong Kong. Yeah, the uh, Hong Kongers, as they call themselves, are a little bit angry with China. Hmm. <laughs> it's amazing that that's what they actually go by. Yeah, I um, thought they were just Mark- Chinese men. <laughs> Chinese people. <laughs> Chinese Hong Kongers. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, and the market outtake is a lightning round of other headlines. Take it away, Wes. All right, so over one million Hong Kongers uh, took to the streets over the weekend to protest a new bill. Oh, uh, so it was the one million little man march. Yes. <laughs> yes. Definitely, definitely littler. They're just shorter. I mean, they just are. All right, just face it, they are. Um, So, I mean, yeah, I I think it's like factually accurate, probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Average height, probably smaller than the actual Million Man March, the original. I don't think that's below the belt. No, it's just true. Maybe for them it is. Yeah, it's that they don't like it. Yeah, (laughs) just keeps going for it. (laughs) Uh, For a normal person, that's not below the belt. Right. So anyway, uh, moving on, they, uh, the protest, uh, they're protesting a new bill that would allow China to extradite Hong Kongers back to mainland China. So Hong Kong, which was given back to the Chinese after Britain's rule um, over the colony ended in 1997, has long been uh, uh, has not been keen on how they are treated by the Chinese and how they rule over hmm. them. So Chinese officials even scoffed at the one million uh, figure, saying it was closer to like 250,000, which is pretty, pretty fucked up <laughs> right. kicking the nuts. 
the pictures. Yeah, that's, look- the, that's the China I'm looking for. The the China that just does whatever the fuck they want, oh, like yeah. they normally right. do. Right. It doesn't matter if there's seven million. China doesn't give a fuck right. like uh, what they're doing. They're they're just gonna get their way. But exactly. it, I saw the pictures. It looked like a lot of. People. It was a lot of. It was impressive. Yeah. There's it was like, an impressive protest. There's like over seven million people there. So that would be. I mean, over. You know, it's probably somewhere between five hundred thousand and a million. Yeah. Well, and we brought up the Million Man March earlier. I think like protests, right? If you're going to do a protest, it either needs to be funny, like the milkshake or the egg. Or it needs to be impressive, like this or the million, ma- the original Million Man March. Like otherwise, yes. it's yeah. just annoying. Yes, I agree exactly. Yeah. So the main problem that Hong Kongers have here is that the, they see the law as just another erosion of their freedoms by the Chinese government. Um, they basically think China sees them as a little, you know, jet black headed stepchild uh, they can treat like shit. So right, the main problem Hong Kong has in this scenario is that the entire rest of the world, including China, thinks that Hong Kong's part of China. Yep, exactly. I didn't. Yeah. Really, well, yeah. it is. It is. Yeah. Now. Right. So. Right. Right. So they have their own like they have their own um, like judicial system, their own government. It's called like a like two parties or I don't know, two systems, one country. Or some it's almost shit. like a states right versus federal right thing. Right. Yes. That's uh, so yeah, kind of sovereign yeah, nation yeah. Uh, under under China. Um, so one quote from asked ask to bet how that worked out. <laughs> <laughs> You know, China's going to do whatever the fuck they want with Hong Kong. You're damn right they are. Yeah, yeah. so um, one quote from the activist explains it better than I could. Uh, quote, the people of Hong Kong want to protect our freedom, our freedom of speech, our rule of law, our judicial judicial system, and also our economic foundation, which is welcome to international investors. If international investors lose confidence in Hong Kong because of this evil bill, then Hong Kong economically would also be destroyed. Um so basically, it's going to let officials decide on a case by case if they can uh, extradite wanted criminals to China to stand trial. Um, they've promised that they would not use this new law uh, to be used against people for facing religious or political persecution. Uh, but Hong Kongers feel China might not abide by that promise. And something tells me they won't. They, they're literally like kidnapping celebrities over there right. and making them disappear. People just disappear. Yes. Like yeah. they don't give a for fuck. not paying taxes. Right. Just for not get- paying taxes. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So um, in recent years, China is basically just sinking their teeth further and further into Hong Kong until it's basically just going to be China. Right. You just need to leave Hong Kong if you don't want to be a part of China. That's it, it. That's the bottom line. Exactly. Exactly. So um, it's so the, the technical term is one country, two systems is what they have. Um, okay. Sure. Yeah. Anyway, that's um, about to change. Yeah. It's actually just uh, one yeah. emperor for life. Right. One it's one just, country. One rule. It's just he. You know, it's really just a dictatorship. Right. At this it's point. just China's uh, owns you, and uh, yeah. the the boss of Kim Jong Un in North Korea, yeah. that is the boss of China, is also the boss of Hong fucking Kong yes. for goddamn sure. <laughs> yeah. That's right. China you just ab- is- absolutely property of Xi Jinping. Yeah. yeah. China just pats <laughs> Hong Kong on the head like a little kid, saying they're cute. Yeah. And uh, that's pretty much what, what's going. on. You know on. how much. F- how many fucking boats come in here? You think you're going to let you get your way? Right, yeah. You know how valuable this fucking <laughs> yeah. this area is? Um, you nuts? Yeah, so anyway, moving to the internet. Um, and yeah, why do you think the British owned it for so long? Right, right. Exactly. it's amazing. Major port. It's so amazing port. The best <laughs> port ever. Yeah. Um, so moving on to, to the internet, uh, Ann Geddes says, Oh my goodness, whatever is happening? I was there a week ago. I, uh, I love those type of comments yeah. like the people that traveled somewhere and mm-hmm. then they're like shocked that some tragedy or natural disaster occurred at the place they were recently at yeah like you were in real <laughs> yeah. danger Ann. yeah 
Yeah. Great uh, job, man. And then to that, Patrick. I, I ate a taco last week. Can't right. believe the Mexican border's having problems. <laughs> exactly. What's yeah? What's what is going on with uh, Louisiana and this Katrina thing? I was just there. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. It's fucking ridiculous. So to that, Patrick Bauman says, "Bunch of libtards not liking the fact that China can impose its will on them." And uh, okay. that's Th- that. This one we need to break down. I'm sorry. Yeah. So the libtards. Mm-hmm. These are Hong Konger libtards yes. rising up against the communist Chinese government. Mm-hmm. Yes. So communist government libtards are rising up against the communists. Who that's as far left as you can get. <laughs> that's right. Uh, who, according to this conservative, I'm assuming, uh, should the communists should be allowed to do whatever the fuck they want. Uh, they should have absolute power, according to this conservative. Yes, this guy. This, this guy is on the side of the communists. <laughs> right. This might be the dumbest man in America. Yeah. He's on the side he also, of power. He also yeah, appears. He's on the side of power. <laughs> yeah. He just wants. He's on the side of big, he just big, want, big boy guns. Just tell me what to do. <laughs> yeah. the, no, no, no. This guy. This guy doesn't understand left and right, but no, he's right. hardcore right. It seems like. Uh, yeah. He also appears to be old and rich. So whoever paid that dummy his salary for his whole career, <laughs> sorry to you. Yeah. Yeah. For um, sure. And then I'm not even going to read the next guys because no, good it's, enough. Yeah, good enough. Well done. Good report there. All right, so let's get to the lightning round. Let's talk about the best holster company in the world, real quick. We the People Holsters, designed in Las Vegas and produced in the USA. We the People Holsters offers custom designs made for all the most common model pistols. Whether you like to wear yours inside your belt, outside the belt, or you just want an incredible gift for your favorite gun owner, We the People has you covered. These holsters are adjustable down to every last detail. You can even get them printed with all kinds of American-themed custom graphics. Truly a celebration of the Second Amendment. So go get one. We the People holsters start at just 37 bucks a piece. Every holster comes with a lifetime guarantee. Every holster ships free. If it's not a perfect fit, send it back for a refund. And right now, Hard Factor listeners can go to wethepeopleholsters.com slash factor and enter promo code factor at checkout to get 10 bucks off their first holster. That's as low as 37 bucks and shipping is free with an additional 10 bucks off using our promo code factor. Again, that's wethepeopleholsters.com slash factor. Promo code factor. Check out for an extra 10 bucks off. Living on the edge of a lightning bolt. Oh, yeah. Uh, an Alberta, Canada man who was on vacation was tricked into revealing that he was, in fact, a master thief when he opened a safe in a museum that the museum itself had been unable to open for 40 years. The museum contacted a locksmith, the original manufacturer of the safe, and several former museum employees that like worked with the safe to try and get the safe open over the past years to no avail. They then opened up contests to let museum visitors attempt to unlock the safe when they came in and play around with it because they're like, we can't open it. We've been trying to. Let's get it open. Mm-hmm. And then comes in 36-year-old obvious thief Stephen Mills. He was the first person to successfully unlock the safe on his first attempt by simply putting his ear to the safe and turning the dial left and right. He's uh, like King Richard. He yeah. should be the king, king of the museum now. Yeah, he also should uh, probably be on the lookout because he's going to get arrested because any sort of safe cracking that's gone on within wherever he's been has probably been him. Yeah, shit. that's true. But he's like he's like, but he's like the sword and the stone. Sorry, King Arthur, King Arthur, sword yeah, and yeah. stone, sword and the stone locksmith level. That's correct. That's yeah. correct. He is um, a lot like King Arthur. Uh, anyways, he got on the very first try. Inside the safe was no more than a couple of receipts and a waitress <laughs> pad and an old check. So it was like from like a restaurant. I don't even know why they had oh. it in there. Also, the museum was going to go bankrupt. This is interesting. Um, and they were about to shut down the doors for good. But press from this particular story 
has given the museum new life. What? So no. I sense I smell and, all sorts of bullshit. Yeah. Oh. I smell and all the contents of, of the safe that they took out before he opened it. Right. Either yeah. Stephen Mills is a master thief or he was in on it and, and the museum also probably has opened the safe a thousand times. Yeah. Well, we were going to go bankrupt, but we didn't really try yeah. too hard to get in the safe that could have saved the museum. <laughs> right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Pretty, pretty, pretty. That's bullshit. Yeah. Bullshit. Story. All of a sudden, we have a press release planned out right. multiple yeah. weeks in advance. Uncrackable right. safe. <laughs> On Sunday in Dallas, a giant construction crane fell over onto the Elon City Lights apartment complex, killing at least one person and injuring at least six. <sighs> that's uh, that is that's, a, that's terrifying. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a that's a horrible thought to have the giant construction crane just crash through your home. Um, <laughs> and there was no warning. It was a nice sunny day in Dallas until all of a sudden a tornado system came through, just tossing shit all over the place. There's videos online. It's fucking nuts. That's the problem with it. cranes that are just unmanned and sitting way up in the sky is that wind can right. knock them yeah. around. They fall over all the fucking time, yeah. these things. Like... I- you, is that for real? Because that's so yes. scary. That, all the time. Oh, all look, the time. Look at like the videos we were talking about China earlier. I think there's some good ones there of cranes just yeah. getting whipped around by typhoons yeah. and smashing through buildings. Yeah. Like it oh, happens here. Terrible. It happens there. It happens everywhere. These goddamn cranes Go to YouTube, are yeah. very susceptible to wind. Yeah. You're that's just looking horrible. out so your yeah, window. This thing. <laughs> that night before you go to sleep. That, it's crane, like, that crane's coming out. Crane's just it? rocking back and yeah. forth. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so this thing crashed through... Um, the like the first uh, like the the top roof parking lot, the fifth floor, fourth floor, like crashed all the way to the third oh, floor. Um, and Jesus. our thoughts and prayers go out to all that are affected. And I think I could speak for pretty much all humans besides storm chasers and that one weird internet commenter from England who watches storm chasers on YouTube mm-hmm. when I say fuck tornadoes. Agreed. Yep. Well yeah. said. It's Don't forget they killed Superman's dad. Yeah. R.I.P. Superman's dad. It turns yeah. out there have actually been four. U.S. tourists that have died at all-inclusive resorts in the Dominican Republic. Robert Bell Wallace, 67-year-old of California, became ill immediately after drinking a scotch from his room's mini bar at the Hard Rock Hotel and Casino Resort in Putacana. This was back in April, about a month before the other three Americans died in their resorts, in their resort rooms, which were covered, I think, like a week ago. Uh, Wallace's niece, Chloe Arnold, said Wallace was in the Dominican Republic to attend his stepson's wedding and that he was an avid traveler that was in relatively good health and just the month before even had been skiing in Lake Tahoe. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah, but like. Maybe the Dominican Republic is just a place where people who happen to be on their way out tend to book vacations. Right. Because note that she said relatively good health. Uh, (laughs) Just judging a book by its cover after looking at some pictures of this guy and the details of this story where he went straight for the scotch. He looked like he was an avid drinker to go along with his traveling. Right. The opening words of that segment were he drank a scotch at, at his yeah. room at the Hard Rock. The Adam so, Traveler. He looks, if you look yeah. at the pictures of him, it looks like he's never, ever said no when offered a scotch. Yeah. And has probably asked for a few million scotches. Yeah. I take back my previous, <laughs> I take back my previous yeah. stance that this shouldn't scare you, uh, that, it, that shit like this just happens. It's starting to become a little scary for me, and I'm not going to go to the Dominican Republic. That's fair. But yeah. there's a reason, there's that. a reason why, take the, take the risk out. There's yeah. a reason why this guy, they waited a month because they just thought he was, you know, 67 year old years right. old. This scotch finally got him. Right. This is I still do think that like if you're if you're going to the DR you might just kind of be 
more inclined to be closer to death's door than other. <laughs> I don't disagree with you. This is not great news for Pat's hyphenated name killer theory, as the majority of other Americans that were beaten or died in the DR had hyphenated names, but this guy did not. Uh, but it could still be a three name killer on the loose, as all victims had well noted three names. They had they, they had a clear middle name, if not a hyphenated middle to last name. Uh, and also, it just sounds like don't drink from the mini bar at a DR resort. Either way, you know, like, don't do it. Definitely go to the main bars uh, and go to, like, take a cab and get off the resort and buy booze from a local store that the locals buy booze at. Bring it back to the resort if you're going to go to the DR. Yeah, just check it in your bags. Yeah, right. bring, just it, with bring you. it with you. Yeah. yeah. British newspapers are having a field day with the report that Kim Jong-un has apparently killed one of his generals over a suspected coup attempt. And that's not news, really. No, not but surprising. the way he did it. He did it by tossing him into a tank full of Brazilian piranhas. <laughs> Jesus. So. That tank is definitely yeah. designed for that reason only. It wasn't to, it wasn't to have piranhas on display. No. Right, which is, is that's hilarious because you're, you're exactly right. There are further reports that the <laughs> tank was built specifically for this purpose, to kill Hume, people who attempt tank. Yeah. <laughs> and, Jesus. And there are further reports that Un is considering feeding people to live tigers as well. Wow. Another, another fantastic way to kill your general. He's generals. building a coliseum over there. <laughs> yeah, just yeah, he's, right. He's restarting a coliseum. <laughs> yeah. Let me tell you, everyone is a su- suspected coup attempter by yeah. that guy. No, oh, I, yeah. Oh, everyone. Any, paranoia At any point, deep. you could be fed to piranhas or tigers <laughs> right. over yeah. there. Yeah. Any point. <laughs> and those piranhas also are not getting fed fish food or meat, whatever, like piranhas eat. Shrimp oh, they're hungry. Or meat. They're super hungry. It's, yeah. They've it's, got a taste for human humans. flesh. They're yeah. eating humans. Yeah. Like, they don't yeah, get or fed each other. anything else. That's yeah. it. Right. Or each other. Yeah. Yeah, it's North Korea anyway. It sounds like a real fun place to be. The guy deprives you of food, water, internet, and electricity. Maybe throws you in a slave labor camp. Also, maybe feeds you to deadly animals. Stay classy, Kim Jong-un. Oh, what a dickhead. I need some Xanax over there. Whoa. Um, <laughs> hey, good news. President Trump has suspended the Mexican tariffs, so don't worry about having to pay any extra for those sweet, sweet avocados. Yes. Good oh, man. Good West, West just saved Fantastic. like two grand right there. Good news for Wes. <laughs> uh, also, bad news for anyone that bought a Mexican car to try to turn a profit. Trump said he has full confidence that Mexico will crack down on migration. And the U.S. Chamber of Commerce and the Alliance of Automobile Manufacturers came out and praised the president for suspending the plan tariffs. So everyone's pretty happy uh, about this. It makes a lot of sense. We're happy. Good job. No more tariffs in Mexico. He also, Trump said the deal is as long as Mexico tries, and I quote, very hard to stem migration from Central Americans, this will be a very successful agreement for both the United States and Mexico. So he also went on to say, we can always go back to our previous very profitable position on tariffs, but I don't believe that will be necessary. So it sounds like the Mexican immigration officers have a new boss in town. Uh, how how would you like to have Trump or one of his top guys micromanaging you along with doing your regular job? Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, that's a great point. Also, this is like AMLO's and the new president in Mexico. This is like his first kind of deal with Trump. And I feel like maybe he got got kind of taken here to the cleaners a little bit. Maybe yeah, a little bit. Uh, a little bit, a lot of it. Uh, Trump won AMLO zero for sure. Put it put it on the books. <laughs> that was a, that was a beat down on that deal. <laughs> All right. Finally. 
Steve Johnson, a retired welder in El Sobrante, California. He just wanted to redesign his driveway to get rid of his grass, which I can attest in Reno. It's hard to grow grass out here in the desert. Um, so he wanted he wanted to put, you know, all, all driveways so he could park his sweet rides on. He's got vehicles, motorcycles, all that stuff. Problem is, turns out his favorite design pattern happens to be the swastika. Mm. Um, it's just aesthetically <laughs> pleasing to him. Oh. Yeah, he says he says it looks cool. Uh, so he installed oh, everyone a giant... Else, everyone else connotates it to other things, but he likes the design so much he yeah. just, just turns a blind eye What's to What's the big deal? <laughs> he claims it's Taoist. Taoist? Taoist? Is that one of those Eastern religions? Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, anyways, uh, so he installed a giant 20-foot by 20-foot swastika design on his fresh new driveway. It's literally just the whole front yard now. Um, oh, my God. Yeah, he claims he's not a racist, and he just happens to love the look of the swastika, mm-hmm. and that his bathroom wall also features a similar pattern, which makes sense, because if you love swastikas, you'd put one right in front of you where you take shits all the time. Yeah, so. his bathroom wall has the same swastikas in it, his neck, yeah. uh, and other parts of his body with <laughs> tattoos, yeah. his favorite basement room with uh, oh. par- with, with Nazi paraphernalia uh, and helmets. Yeah, I want to see this guy kiss a, uh, kiss a Jew, and then I'll believe him. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Maybe we'll check his yeah, basement, I want to see him too. shake a Jew's hand, <laughs> yeah, not exactly. even kiss a Jew. Yeah, exactly. Let's just get him in a room with someone that we say, this person's Jewish, and See, yeah. gauge his first facial reaction. Yeah, I like that test, yeah. right? and we we kind of got it going on already because his his neighbor Renee Schultz, she's fifty two year old years old, and she's Jewish. Mm. Um, she's lived across the street from Johnson for twenty seven years, and she said this: uh, he's not a bad guy, he's harmless. I just don't think he's very intelligent. I don't think he <laughs> understands the depth of it. I think. He just thinks it looks cool, which uh, so, so uh, he he agreed. He said that's what he thinks. So uh, I'm going to go ahead and say he failed the test with the Jewish person across the street yeah. from him because what he did was he put a 22 foot swastika in her view. Yeah. yeah, and she's Jewish. She's like, like that, well, it's true, but maybe he's kissed her, her before. She hasn't. He hasn't burned down my house yet, so yeah. everything's fine. We need to get in touch with both of them and ask if they've boned. We need to get this guy on the fucking show. Yeah, we do. We he sounds. To, I mean. Him. If he truly is not a bigot and he just loves the look of a swastika, that is a funny. That's, I'd that's like to like hear. A, I'd like to hear his explanation. Interesting person. Yeah, we got to get him on the <laughs> we show. We got to get this guy. On yeah, the show. we got to get him on the show. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll be reaching out to Steve Johnson. Anyways, that does it for Hard Factor today. As always, thank you for listening. Make sure to catch that Canvas Cup replay, and most importantly, get out there and have a great fucking Monday. See you later. Yeah. Just
exactly what the 